Okie dokie, welcome back into the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Coming at you the week of Thanksgiving. By the time you are listening to this, in at least the United States, this will be on Wednesday. I'll be traveling with my family to see other family. And one of my favorite traditions in the Cravel household. So I want to wish my American audience a very happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. I wish safe travels upon many of you as Wednesday before Thanksgiving, at least in the United States, is traditionally the busiest travel day of the year. And as we know, there's always a risk when it comes to that. So please stay alert, stay alive, and be cautious and defensive drivers. Wherever you're going, slow down. You're going to get there. Thanksgiving's not going to go by in that few hours or in the car or what what have you. So I, I do, I just want to wish that, don't want to take that for granted, especially during uh, this year and years past, as I think we have been uh, forced to reflect on our own mortality more than what we have done in the past. So I just want to issue that caution and that celebration of, wow, Thanksgiving, which is what this, this episode is going to be about. And I just want to say thank you for the people who support us on our YouTube channel, who listen there. I know a lot of people prefer to listen that way. It's much more accessible on that platform. Shout out again to SoundCloud and their willingness to host this podcast. And then wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Thank you so much. And then including our Facebook Facebook page where we post any updates at all for this. So thank you, everyone. I so much appreciate your support. So this might, this is obviously uh, a podcast that, it's from an American perspective because that's all I know. I, I have limited perspectives with other countries. Uh, I speak a little bit of Spanish. I've been to Mexico um, once uh, for a missions trip, and this, I, but I'm not pretend to represent anything more than America. So when I talk about today about Thanksgiving, yes, I'm talking about the holiday in a way, but the spirit of Thanksgiving, something that we've been in with this podcast as well as my sermons at the Community Church of North Adams. If you want to check out that Facebook page, by the way, plug for my my church down there in, in North Adams, Michigan. But also, you can uh, listen to any sermons that, that are posted there every Sunday afternoon in case you ever want to hear more about me and the church down there, what we're going going uh, going through and learning. Not Not learn more about me per se, but I guess... Learn more about the perspective that I believe God's been trying to uh, instill within that church, just using me as the vessel, because I have a very low role to play uh, because I'm trying to step aside and let God take it, but uh, I digress. But if if we as Christians, as we head towards Advent, uh, prepare for the coming, there's a lot to be thankful for. And, and this year, politics aside, a lot of things that are happening in, in this country from a from a financial standpoint is that um, inflation uh, has, is hitting us a little bit harder. Uh, we're setting a lot of records, uh, decades-old records, and you know, purchasing power of the dollar um, is, is, going, is going down, and bills are, are going up. Gasoline prices are rising across the nation, which is going to be very difficult. Uh, the average, I, there was something, I can't remember where this was at, um, forgive me for not citing my sources, but the average price of just a Thanksgiving Day dinner, like $52, which is a record high. And, and I'm not talking about the merits of why. That's not the purpose of this. The, the, you'll, you'll get this in a second, so just hang with me. This is not Democrat, Republican, or Independent. This has nothing to do with that. But then you have like the Department of Energy saying that depending on your fuel 
fuel source, anywhere from 20 to 40% rise between, you know, uh, propane, natural gas, or electric uh, this winter. And for us in the Midwest, you know, obviously that has a huge impact versus the, the states, the southern states that don't get cold in the winter, or at least not as cold as we do. And you have all these things going into effect, and you have the supply lines and the supply chains, delays and everything. You know, I, my, my day job, my Bruce Wayne job, not my Batman job, which is a pastoring, but my Bruce Wayne job, I work in a manufacturing firm, plug to Linair Incorporated. Here we, we manufacture uh, cylinders, um, industrial uh, grade pneumatic and hydraulic cylinders. Very boring for maybe for a lot of those people, but we, we have a lot of sources for steel and and brass and the a lot of the urethane seals that go inside of it. So we, we have a lot of sources for a lot of product. And you know, you can see even on that level the amount of delay in supply, let alone a lot of goods. I mean you look at grocery shelves and delays. Uh, I mean you have people even warning that maybe Christmas this year will be a little bit down. Uh, because of the lack of like toys and everything like that, that in and of itself, like that's what I want to focus on is that maybe this year, if anything, because you know Black Friday around Thanksgiving and then that season pretty much kicks off the shopping season. Um, if we have less stuff to buy, less material things to focus on, that's my that's where I want to kind of kind of start today in one area is. What if maybe this year a lot of Christians in our society who participate, which is not 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 a bad thing at all, participate in the Black Friday shopping, which I love doing because I like getting gifts for other people. I love it. I love to do that. And then you know Christmas time where you you give give presents and like I think I don't think anyone would say that it's wrong to you know you you buy a present for somebody and you gift it to them. You know, whether it was in a conversation you heard that they like this item or that, you know, you, it's your significant other and, you know, this is just going to, you know, blow their mind. And that's just anticipation to giving them something because it's a way of expressing love. Like, that's a good thing. I, I don't think that's bad. However, as a society, a lot of us have fallen prey to that consumerism and how it affects our hearts. And like, what are we truly grateful for? And that's the aspect of, of Thanksgiving and the whole Christmas season with Advent of like, what are we truly thankful for? It can't just be about material possessions. And we say this all the time, but I think this year it's going to be more of a reality than it has been in, in years and decades past because a lot of the things that we feel as Americans ought to be there, a, a lot of the paradigms have shifted in the last you know 18 months, whether it was due to the pandemic or just due to social changes and and, and friendship uh, changes. And, and there's a lot of things that have upset the quote-unquote status quo or equilibrium of the Americanized life. And I've been, in a way, you can you can say that. You can be like in the last couple episodes, you can be dealt a really bad situation and do the oh, woe is me mentality. Or you could say, God, how, how can I change my mindset? Maybe is, is this our a potential, like the fact that I'm really angry, I can't get my own way, or I couldn't get this thing, is that revealing idolatry in my own life? And what can I glean from this uh, perspective? doesn't mean that God's teaching every individual something, no. But what it can mean is that we could have the opportunity then to ask God, how do you want me to respond to this? Instead of reacting, but asking God, how, what is the proper Christian response to this maybe chaos or this deep-seated anger or this feeling of, of injustice, like I couldn't get this, I should be able to get this, you know, this sense of pride and hubris. 
And if you look at what the Christmas season and Thanksgiving, what you know, traditionally American holiday of Thanksgiving, celebrating that and the um, the the establishment and the roots of our country, celebrating a meal, being thankful for coming to the a new world, escaping tyranny. Now there's a lot of commentary about the the roots of our country, which I'm not going to get into. That's not the purpose of this podcast, but like the I, whole idea behind Thanksgiving, giving thanks for what? Well, the new world, um, free from oppression, and then immediately going into Advent and being thankful for this this child, this prophesied Messiah that was come to take away the sins of the world and to fulfill all of what the Old Testament had promised that what the Messiah was going to do. And no longer do we have to sacrifice like physical things um, and live things, animals, to, to atone for our sins. But the blood of Christ has been shed to cover all of that. And so maybe with the less stuff, can I just say stuff this year, and being grateful for our loved one's health, I know I certainly am, and just being together. And I know maybe even a few years ago, the idea of being around a Christmas tree, because I mean, that's just something we do, um, and thinking about Jesus, but not having really one, one thing to unwrap, not one gift to unwrap, would that be like initially disappointing to us? Or are we thankful for what's already there? And I think, at least for myself, more so than any year, I'm more prepared for that. But I would still struggle with that disappointment, if I'm being completely honest. Of course I would. It's because it's that contentment. We're struggling against that contentment all the time in this country. And being thankful for what is, not what could be. And that's where I want to move into the, the second aspect of Thanksgiving. And that's the, dem- the pure love demonstrated by Christ. Now, I have been grateful. I'm an only child. And... I got all of my parents' attention. I have wonderful parents who've been married uh, for, oh goodness, if I can do the math correctly, uh, 36 years. And I love my mom and dad to death. They are the closest people in my life. And and you've heard them both on this podcast. And I think you might understand why. And I don't consider them my best friends because I view them as my mom and dad. Um, and they are the closest people in my life, and I love and respect them more than any other people. And the love that they've given to me over the years was, it was definition of unconditional. I have friendships on my discipleship group, my D group, whom you've heard from a lot of those members. I have unconditional love there. And even though I'm single, I have been the recipient of unconditional love in relationship. And even though that that constant searching for that again has remained elusive in my life, I still st- sometimes struggle with that discontentment. Because when I look at my life and what God has done just in this last year and a half, none of it would have been possible without God. And I'm just curious, you know, as I share more personal, I want to get more personal with you. I just, I felt led to do that, that whether you're feeling alone or if you've experienced the loss of loved ones, Thanksgiving, Christmas can be horrible, horrible times. And it's, we are tempted to 
either say, you know, what have you done for me lately, God, falling prey to that syndrome, which I've mentioned before, or we are grateful for what has been, or we are trying to be grateful for what could be, of maybe lying to ourselves that once this happens, then I'll be content, or then I'll finally say, God, thank you, because I maybe in deep down, I feel as if I deserve it, or I deserve a break, or look at all the other people in my life who are happy. Why can't I have the same? And so it becomes about me. And then have you ever, have you ever gotten that, that gift or um, have you ever seen that movie or watched that show or tasted that food item or what have you? And it was something you always wanted and it just falls so short of expectation. And it's, it's actually more disappointing than not having tried it or experienced it in the first place because your expectations were built up Maybe all your hope was built built on it or your temporal joy or happiness was built on it and then it's such a disappointment. So you end up lower than when you were prior. And for a lot of my friends I can speak to, millennials, older millennials, um, when our adulthood was a lot was very much delayed in comparison to previous generations. You know, we're in our upper 20s and we're some of us are you know still single and we're looking at friends around us get married on social media then have kids and it's like, am I missing the boat here? If I don't get married in the next, you know, six months, am I, am I going to miss out on life? Am I going to um, never have children because of age and you know, um, like what? All these things start to creep in, and so you struggle against the contentment you have in your own life when you have everything that you can possibly need. And maybe compounding that issue is the fact that maybe the holiday season won't be as, won't be as what we expected it to be. It might be. Uh, less, less full of gifts, but just people, and it might not center around what we receive in, in the form of material possessions, which might be, for some people, to, um, a, a pathway to depression, anxiety, um, even extreme cases, thoughts of suicide. Um, if you look at the rates of suicide as you get closer to the holidays, um, there are correlations there because of the loneliness. And what I'm, what I'm trying to get to is how we combat those thoughts is being thankful for what we have right now. And for those listening, you have your life. And especially as Christians, that means God can use you right now. And it might not be, and that, that's the problem, is it might not be to say, hey, follow this path and you're going to experience joy right away. You might be a beacon of hope for somebody else. Your life might be an example for somebody else who's going through the same thing. And, you know, I just, I just got done having a conversation with one of my, my good D group uh, friends, and he can relate to a lot of stuff I'm going through because we're going through some of the similar things together. And to be able to have somebody there, like, it might not be, it might not me, me calling him so he can cheer me up. I might cheer him up, but that might not be my motive because I just want to talk and it can be mutually beneficial, but if instead I self-loathe and I focus on myself, I don't call I don't call him or I don't ask him how he's doing. I focus on myself and what happens to him. And the other thing I, I think are we asking people to pray? Are, are we fasting? Are we seeking after God's will for our life? Are we are we engaging in Scripture? Are we focusing on the things that truly matter? And as, as we start to go into Advent, because th- this week will be the first Sunday of Advent on the 28th, and as we prepare for that, maybe, just maybe, a heart change is necessary for our lives, for our own own benefit, but maybe for the benefit of other people. 
maybe a better version of ourselves, it might not immediately help us. We might not immediately feel better. But the reward, what we're here for is to spread Christ's love. Maybe a better version of myself is only for the sake of other people. It's not just so that I can get my own way and, and pursue my own happiness. What if that gratitude's turned back around and it's people saying, thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. Thank you for sharing. Because what you did for me, you didn't know where my life was at. You don't know where I was at. I was in a dark place or I just was having a really bad day and that cheered me right up or that spoke truth into my life and I'm so grateful. So that gratitude, not just being thankful, can get put back around. Now, we don't do that so we can seek praise for ourselves by no means. But have you ever had somebody say thank you and you weren't expecting it? Do you remember how that made you feel? Because you weren't seeking it. You weren't asking for the praise, but someone was expressing gratitude because of something you did maybe just innocently. I think I know my audience pretty well here. And I would say, yeah, you probably do remember that time. And I bet it, I bet it made your entire day. I, I would be willing to bet my entire life savings on it. And the best part is because you weren't doing it for your own selfish gain. It's just a reward. It's that type of spiritual reward for doing what we're supposed to do. So whether you're struggling with loneliness, discontentment, um, selfishness, anger, because you're not getting your own way, that actually might continue, especially with the emphasis in our culture about on material wealth and possessions. But I like, to, I like us to focus on the now. We can always look back and see where God's worked in our lives in the past because it's easy. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But are we actively looking for God right now? and taking advantage of how he is working in our lives right now. It's probably the most difficult thing because it's easy for us to reflect, and then it's easy for us to say that if I only wasn't here, if, if only this thing wasn't better. So we look to the future and, and, and the hypotheticals, but yet we don't focus on the now because that's where our displeasure, discontentment, our unhappiness lies. So we try to avoid it. But what if we leaned into it and asked God, please work in my life now? for the benefit of your kingdom, not my own. Those are just some thoughts. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope and wish the best upon you as we go forth in this Thanksgiving season and the start of Advent. May God bless you and may God keep you.